0: Part of the Boundless Audio Podcast Network. Hello, welcome to the Artist Pivot Podcast. My name is Ayana Major Bay, and I am an actress, voiceover artist, mentor, and your host. This show is a bi-weekly conversation highlighting pivots and life lessons from the perspective of artists, those who work in and around the arts, and arts educators. For those listening who don't consider themselves artists, you can pivot too. Everyone possesses the ability to do so. You just have to be reminded sometimes. All of our life lessons have taught us to be better pivoters, and it is my goal to share these life lessons to guide and inspire others. Here is this week's episode. All right, y'all. So joining me on this episode, I am so excited to say is Keisha Giles. Did I pronounce that right?
1: No, Gilles. Gilles. No
0: ideas. Gilles. See, and y'all, I asked her
1: before. Okay,
0: wait. I asked her before we started, and I still got it wrong. She did. Keisha it's a
1: You know, it's a little French tricky. <laughs> My parents are Haiti- Haitian, so, um, yeah. you know.
0: Okay. <laughs> That's, that's it. But <laughs> she is a theater artist who guides humans as they grow in their artistry through light, laughter, and love. Light for times when we allow the shadows of doubt and fear to dim the glow. Laughter for times when perfectionism and ambition make mistakes serious instead of opportunities to learn. Love for the sensitive soul who honors her and the world by sharing their art. Currently, Keisha is a featured ensemble member in Disney's Aladdin on Broadway. Recently, Keisha began working toward a degree in social work and applying that knowledge to her teaching artistry. Keisha made her Broadway debut in The Book of Mormon. She has also been on tour with The Book of Mormon and Aladdin, played the ghost of Christmas Present in A Christmas Carol at Hanover Theater, B.J. in Smokey Joe's Café, at St. Louis Stages and Marta in company at Playhouse on the Park. Y'all, welcome Keisha. Hello there.
1: Hi everybody. Hello. Hello. I gotta tell you, it's like really strange to hear like a professional voiceover artist say your bio out loud. (laughs) It's amazing.
0: Oh, yes. Thank you. And I love your bio, too. I was reading that. I was like, "Ah, come on, light, laughter, and love.
1: (laughs) Yes. I mean, it's true, though. Like, I I can't envision a classroom where, like, everything is serious, even when I am broaching serious topics with my students. I find a way Mm -hmm. to, like, bring in some comedy, bring in a joke, or bring in some light to it, Mm -hmm. because the world has to be balanced, you know, especially for these kids right now who have been through so much in the past couple of years.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, understood, understood. And we'll get more into that as mm-hmm. well. Um. But the first question I did want to ask you, if I sent you a text message right now and said, how are you, but you could only respond in emojis only, what would you
1: text me? Hmm, oh, I wish I was, like, looking at the emojis right now. I feel like I would send you, like, maybe... Uh, partly cloudy like the sun behind the clouds mm-hmm. um and then like this smiley face with no teeth like I'm just like eh. oh, yeah. which I know for the <laughs> like the kids is like awkward but for us older folks it's <laughs> like just regular happy okay <laughs> right that's just a regular smiley face <laughs> right so I think that's where I'm at my my students used to do this thing where they would like use the weather to describe how they're feeling and I like love it so much that I keep it <laughs> so partly cloudy with a Chance
0: of Smiles. Yes, I I love that. <laughs> That's great. I, I will take that text message of partly cloudy with a chance of smiles. I'm here for it. <laughs> I'm here for it. Yes. So I want to thank you so much for joining me. And I want to start off by asking you to give me a little bit about, you know, your life as an actor, as a teaching artist, and you know how you got to where you are now, because you know we've all been through, first of all, our careers in general, and then a pandemic. So <laughs> yeah. yes, let's let's start at the beginning.
1: <laughs> okay, let's start at the very beginning, if you will. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I couldn't help myself. Um, so I funny enough, was teaching before I was really performing like fully Uh, as a teenager. I started taking dance classes when I was really young. And then part of the program that I was at had like the teenagers teach like the little ones, like and assist the dance teacher in class. So like I would teach little babies how to tap and how to plie and all of that. And like, you know, all the things that come along with having three and five-year-olds in a classroom, Um, (laughs) you know, and helping out the teacher so that she could teach. And also I could get, you know, my Bearing in that. And I remember really enjoying that. I really enjoyed, you know, sharing my knowledge with other people. Um, And then I went on to like regular school. I didn't really quite know what I wanted to do. Um, Mm -hmm. But in high school, I was really lucky to be going to a public school that shared space with a professional theater. So in the summer, I was able to do professional productions. And I remember very vividly seeing somebody get a check and being like, wait a minute, I can get paid for this. And they cautioned me. They were like, it's not a lot. And I was like, I know, but it's, you're still getting paid. <laughs> like, I don't have to do some boring office job somewhere that I don't mm-hmm. like. I can do mm-hmm. the thing I like the most um, and get paid. And uh, so then I told my drama teacher that I was like, I want to be an actor. And she was like, okay, well, we got to get you ready to get to a conservatory and she prepped me and I got into the art school and then went to the art mm-hmm. school um, mm-hmm. graduated with my BFA and from you know during school I was doing regional productions and um, after school I was did a regional production, did a tour, did a ship, did another tour and another tour, and it led all the way up to me doing my Broadway debut with Book of Mormon, and then me being back on Broadway post pandemic with Aladdin. So. Mm-hmm that's the short version of it. But um, (laughs) yeah, all the while I was like teaching to, you know, workshops here and there, but um, it wasn't like a serious thing until Mm -hmm. the pandemic hit. And I was like, Oh, I really have to like figure out what I'm going to do. I kind of like teaching. Do I want to get a degree in teaching while I'm sitting here, not being able to do my regular job. Mm -hmm. And then um, an opportunity at my high school fell into my lap. And it was wonderful and crazy and wild. And I learned through the gauntlet how to teach in a public school system virtually, hybrid, and in person (laughs) during a pandemic, no vaccine. Okay, (laughs) oh wow, yeah, it was uh wild to say the least. But I came out of that being like, wow, I really love teaching, I love seeing my students catch on to a step, doing something they never thought they could do. I had one student who was like, I don't do leaps. And I was like, okay, you're going to try. And Mm -hmm. they went and tried. And I was like, look at you doing grand jetés. You say you don't do it. Right. Look at you. You know, so having those moments with students and really connecting with them and watching them grow is so amazing. So that's like Mm -hmm. the longer-ish version. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. I got you. I got you. So with
0: that, you know, do you think that you would have picked up your love again of... Teaching if the pandemic didn't happen?
1: Honestly, no. Like, I was teaching some workshops when I was out on the road with Aladdin, but it wasn't a focus of mine. I didn't see Mm -hmm. it as like a dual career path until the pandemic. Um, And I really saw it as something I would do once I wanted to start a family. Um, Mm -hmm. Like, I would take a break from my performing career and share my knowledge and teach, and then, you know, Raise my family and then go back to performing if I felt like it or stay in the teaching world. Um, Mm -hmm. I really didn't see it as something that would happen so soon, but it did. And I'm really grateful.
0: Yeah. Yes. Yes. I love that. I love that. And I'm pretty sure your students also feel that like gratefulness from you and like, oh, no, I really like this. I really like teaching. I really like being here and sharing my knowledge with you is something that I really love. Like I equally love it as much as I do being on stage.
1: Yeah. And I think any student, like, I know I can tell the difference between, you know, especially both of us have been in a, a you know, college, mm-hmm. you can tell the professors who love it and are there to educate and the professors who are there because they need to be there. And, you oh. know, no shade to those professors, oh. you know, a job is a job. And sometimes you just have to be in a place that you might not... Really, you're not passionate about. um, Mm -hmm. But it makes a difference in how you learn, right? So if I can be in a space where I really love it and really love the stuff that I'm teaching, then absolutely, Mm -hmm. I'll be there. Mm -hmm. And I'll be happy and my students will feel that impact.
0: Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And you mentioning that, like, made me think of, like, the jaded teacher, if you will. The teacher that didn't, like, fulfill their dreams or, like, oh, I have to teach these, you know, like, kids who want to be on Broadway, but I've never been or I never filmed that, that Oscar winning movie or, you know, whatever it was. They're there, like you said, for a paycheck. But you're just like, why? if you don't want to be here to teach me, why are you here? Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah. I'm glad you're not that teacher.
1: No, I'm and glad it, you love you know, it. Gets, if it gets down to that and I find myself being that person, I'm going to find something else to do. You know, mm-hmm. and hopefully it'll work out the way all of this has been working out for me. And I won't have to worry about, you know, paying the bills. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't want to be that person for anyone. Yes, 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 yes. Understood. Understood.
0: And with that, it actually made me think about something that you wrote down for me. Um, mm-hmm. about, you know, we're so used to moving from job to job that during this time, this transition, these new iterations of ourselves during this pandemic, if you will, you know, we're a little less scared. Not saying that we're not scared, <laughs> but we're a little <laughs> less scared than our non-artistic counterpart to, like, move into new jobs and move into new spaces as well. And so my question to you would be is that something that you're also trying to instill in your students?
1: For sure, especially after this whole pandemic situation mm-hmm. that is ongoing, like mm-hmm. the the world is going to be changing. If anything I've learned in my time on this earth is that like things are going to change when you least expect them to, when you really don't want them to, they're going to change. And so you just have to be adaptable Mm -hmm. to that change, or you might miss something really wonderful in the course of things changing around you. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, which is why I think arts education is so, so very valuable and important because it teaches you a, to be empathetic to other people who are dealing with changes and be like, In an arts classroom, like last two weeks ago, I was throwing around a ball with my students trying to get them to learn each other's names, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Uh and what other classroom are you doing that? Um, Maybe in gym, but not really, you know? Uh Yeah,
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's true, that's true. So it gives them the freedom to be like, Oh, okay. Yeah. Hi, my name's Ayana. Oh, oh, that's Keisha. Oh, okay. That's Sarah. Oh, that's Matt. Like, but in that way of like, Hey, everybody has to interact. Like, Mm -hmm. and here we are all together.
1: Right. So what's your name? (laughs) So tell me your name. And then also here's another factoid I'm going to ask you to share. Right. Mm -hmm. And to be brave in that sharing. So -hmm. it's like, yeah, along the way as actors, we have gotten used to just change after change after change, you know, rejection, all the things that come with this industry, but also there are such valuable tools, which is why, you know, a lot of artists, the pandemic hit and we're like, okay, what else can we do? Yeah. Like, we have all these skills. Like, what else can we do? I'm not going to lie here and say that I didn't have a moment of freak out because uh-huh. I had to go through that. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> but, you know, I was able to sit down and be like, okay, I have all these skills. Where else can I lend my talents? How else can I figure this out?
0: Mm-hmm. Like a lot
1: of us had to. Yes.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. And you kind of hit the nail on the head where it's like we in our industry in essence, yeah, we had we know what it is to change and okay, adapt. I got okay, I didn't get this, I did get this or I have to leave now. I have to like we're very much adaptable if you will. So, like you said, getting through the shock first, getting through the the pain and the shock and the the first like wait, what's happening after yeah. we after that point happened, then it was like, right. Okay. What skills do I have? Wait, no, no, no. I know how to do this. I've, we, I jumped from job to job or project to project or apartment to apartment. Like I know how to do this. It's a little different, but I know how to do this.
1: Yes. Like my friend had to remind me a lot, um, you know, shout out Mm (laughs) Eileen, but she reminded me a lot. She's like, you have been running a business for a decade. Like you can do this. You can, You know how to market yourself. You know how to specialize. You know how to do all these things. So like why not apply for all these project manager positions, you know, mm-hmm. and, and do it that way, you know. And luckily teaching fell into my life lap, like I said. Um, but I could still, after this, you know, I'm, I'm with Aladdin for, you know, Until I'm not, you know? (laughs) Um, But should I want to like shift and move careers ever? Like I have this wealth of experience that like after all of this happened, I'm like, you know what? I can do a lot of different jobs. I have so many skills and I'm incredibly valuable. Period, the end, you know? Yes, that, that. I have
0: so many skills and I'm valuable so I can go do what I want and how I Mm -hmm. want it.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and kind of going back to like, getting my students to that place like I Mm -hmm. often am repeating myself which you do as a teacher but just saying to them like don't think about this class as like a way as like a you know simply an extracurricular you can apply all this knowledge you're learning in here immediately Mm -hmm. in your other classes if you got a presentation that's coming up use your diaphragm to breathe and support your voice you got you know A paper to write. Think about all the different places you could reach. We talk about culture in my classroom currently, like, and apply it to the work that we're doing. So they can use that in their other, like, papers that they have to write, ideas that they have to write. If they have to generate something, they can be creative with their other work, you know, is what I'm hoping gets to them. (laughs) Right. Let me me give you this. Like you said, yeah, you can use,
0: in essence, the skills that you're learning in my class and you can use them in other classes. (laughs) Yes. Like, please do it, <laughs> please. <laughs> right, please. I, I like, I, I want you to use I want you to. other classes. Yes. yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I understand that, yes. And so I also have, now have a question about something that you were doing with, um, friends before you joined the tour of aladdin something that you didn't think you were like am i going to go down this road maybe i'm going to go down this road okay i'm going to go down this road so tell me a little bit about your you know your sketch comedy that wasn't kind of in the game
1: plan <laughs> sort of speak i know you know i grew up watching your mad tvs your snl's you know mm-hmm. all those like brilliant sketch comedy shows and i never saw myself as somebody that funny that could like generate funny ideas like that. Mm-hmm. And um, my, again, Eileen, shouting her out again. <laughs> She's my bestie, number one. Um, so she, you know, was like, hey, I'm doing this thing. And on occasion, I would perform with them. And we would have a good time. Mm-hmm. And then she was like, you know, if you want to write with us, like, come write with us. And I was like, you know what, why not? Let me try this mm-hmm. out and see. And I had, the most amazing time writing sketches and developing characters with them. And we were performing stuff at the pit before the shutdowns happened and before I left for tour. Um, And I was like, whoa, 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 wait, I love this. This is so Mm -hmm. much fun. And uh, mostly what we're writing about right now is um, healthcare because it's important. (laughs) Uh And um, (laughs) you know, the whole thing started um, with them when, you know, we were all turning 26 and like getting booted off our parents' insurance. And we're like, what is a deductible? Like, how does this insurance work? What is Uh um, catastrophic coverage? Why is it terrible? And so now we're just like writing about all, you know, healthcare topics mostly, but it's so um, important to talk about it and also to Mm -hmm. like find the jokes within it, right? Like Mm -hmm. we did a parody of Bills by Destiny's Child about how (laughs) astronomical- medical bills are <laughs> and asking people to pay your bills like the GoFundmes and all of that that are still happening because mm-hmm. our healthcare system hasn't changed mm-hmm. um and so w- through through like working with them I was like oh you can like be really mission driven in yeah. like the things you write yeah. and really specific about the messaging you want to share and 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 like still have fun so mm-hmm. yeah never thought you know before I started with them that I would be doing that and then here I am. I can say I write sketch comedy or I've written sketch comedy, you know? <laughs> I love it. Yes. Yeah. Yes,
0: yes, yes. You are a sketch comedy writer. I never write that. thought of it.
1: It's so cool. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, yes, it is very cool. But it's that, like, letting kind of life happen and going, okay, you know what? I'm going to try it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to try it. Because you never it. know.
1: Yes. You really never know like what magic you're going to find in those moments, Mm -hmm. you know, so it's important Mm -hmm. to like I think I said earlier, like really keep your eyes open for those opportunities as, as things ebb and flow in life. Because you never know where that thing is going to come up. And I heard that said to me a lot when I was younger. And I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, well, and I'm like, wait, like, that's, this is it. (laughs) Exactly.
0: Exactly that. That is exactly that. Where you're like, y'all know what you're talking about. Like growing up, you're like, okay, well, well, I don't understand. And then you go, oh, That's what they were talking about. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I understand now. Yes. Just let it happen. Or say, you know what? I'm going to try it. And if it doesn't work, it's probably going to lead to something else. That was like my springboard to the other thing that I was actually supposed to get to. But I had to try this first thing first.
1: Yes. Yes. So it's kind of amazing. Like I'm thinking about how like I say stuff like that to my students all the time now because, you know, you have to say it out loud yeah. until they experience it, until they hear it. And sometimes mm-hmm. like I watch them glaze over because they're like, I'm hearing this thing again. Or sometimes they'll look at me like, what is she even talking about? Like, <laughs> oh no, like she's crazy because I am very goofy as a teacher. <laughs> mm-hmm. <Yes. laughs> I, like want to watch a video of myself sometimes because like I... I'm a little goofy, a little crazy in the best way, but Mm -hmm. (laughs) but yeah, I do watch them look at me like, Ms. G, I don't know. Ms. G, I don't know. But Right. They will know. (laughs)
0: Right. They will, they will know. They will come to a point like we have in life and go, Oh, the light bulb just went on. Mm-hmm. I got it. That's what Ms. G was talking about. I got it.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh yes, my yes. gosh. Yes. <laughs> I feel like that's like the child, like the toughest thing about teaching too, is that like, mm-hmm. you're not going to see all of the light bulbs. Like yeah. I have students who I'm impacting now who like, I don't know, maybe 10, 15 years, they'll forget my name. Um, and they'll be like, Oh, that, that drama teacher I had that one time, like she said this thing. And now I get it, you know? Because I certainly yeah. have a whole list of teachers whose names I cannot remember, but I remember their impact on me. So
0: That, that, exactly, exactly. Like you're planting a seed mm-hmm. and you you may not see it sprout, but when the tree grows, it's going to be like, oh yeah, it's because you planted the seed. You had an impact on them. Yep. yep. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, thank you. Thank <laughs> you. Thank you for sharing. Of course. So- My next question for you would be, you know, what lessons in life are you either still learning, one, or that you have learned, but you're like, I'm really using these lessons right now to like propel me and push me into new stages of my life. Or it could be you have both of them. (laughs)
1: <laughs> I feel like the, like looking for opportunity lesson is a big one right now. Like just cause oh. we were, it were fre- it's fresh on my mind. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like really looking for the opportunity in those downward moments of life because, you know, life goes up and down and, mm-hmm. and sometimes when you're in a low it's really tough to like see the forest for the trees. Um, you yeah. you're just lost in the low of yeah. it. Um, but really just like trying to find those like shafts of light like when i imagine myself in a forest it's on a sunnier day but the trees are making it like dark but you have those like really gorgeous shafts of light coming through and just like trying to see what's what's in those little pieces of light and seeing what, where it can take you which is really easier said than done you know it's mm-hmm. really easy to get like lost in the sauce and like lost in that like you know lower part of living life but yeah. if you can like really imagine there is pockets of life light in there um, that you can see an opportunity in and, and find a way to learn something and to grow um, in that and another thing another lesson that is big on for me is that you're always learning mm-hmm. every breath you take you are always learning um, and if you're not learning what are you doing you know, Mm, um, you know, that for me, like if I'm not, not necessarily learning something new, Mm -hmm. but, you know, within my craft, learning about that and, and learning, you know, to deepen my, my work, Mm -hmm. that's still a a process of learning something. It's not necessarily new to me, but it is a process that has to continually happen. I think Mm -hmm. to really live our lives, whether it's getting to know a new person and, you know, really learning about them and, coming to them with curiosity or Mm -hmm. learning a new skill or deepening a skill you already have coming at it with curiosity constantly and consistently is a big lesson for me, specifically consistency. (laughs) I'm like remembering, (laughs) remembering I got that note, um, in a jury, I think my junior year of college, they're like, you're Uh so great, but you're not consistent. And I was like, what do you mean? Uh." I was like so upset about it. And Uh now I'm here and I'm like, Oh, like, consistency is important. You know, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. like, I feel like a lot of stuff is talking about a lot of social media stuff is talking about weight loss right now. And people are saying like, you know, it's all well and good to do a really tough workout all the time. But if you're not showing up like, you know, every once in a while, I mean, but if you're not showing up consistently every day, even if it's like a not intense workout every day, it, it, that's all for naught, right. So being consistent in your, your practices and in your goals.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like curiosity and consistency. I feel like they'll get you far. They will so get far. you so far. Like yeah. with anything you do yeah. in life, whether it is weight loss, whether it is a new skill, whether it is, I mean, showing up for class, like you're getting a new degree. Like if you weren't curious and consistent, you won't complete your degree. You know what I'm saying? Like, nope. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> curiosity and consistency are like you have to have that kind of I mean you don't have to but I mean are people who
1: don't and (laughs) they you know move through the world
0: but even in a sense like
1: even yeah a different way but even in a sense there's something that is consistent for them that you know some force that we don't see so Mm -hmm. you know Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) yeah that's true that's true that's true that's true um and so then I guess my next question would be, and you you might have actually already answered this, so please forgive mm-hmm. me, um, but what is it that you are trying to, you know, really instill in your students? So I know we just spoke about consistency and curiosity, so I know those are definitely a part of it. Yeah. But also, you know, I can personally say from like my artistic classes, like confidence, creativity, self-awareness were all instilled in me, but I will say the light bulb didn't come on till later in life. You know what I'm saying? So, like, what would you say would be the thing that, like, yeah, I'm really trying to get my students to understand this, but through the arts education, through the arts classes, this is what I want them to get?
1: Um, Well, in the classrooms that I lead, I you know, learned over the course of the pandemic when I was teaching at my high school, I got to do a lot of professional development, which was like Mm. very exciting to me because I was such a new teacher. And I was like, please tell me how to do this. Um, Mm. (laughs) um, but we talked a lot about social emotional learning. So like all those things that you mentioned, the confidence, social skills, empathy. Um, I really want my students to walk away from my classes in the arts with, um, the ability to understand their own emotions and how Mm -hmm. to process them so that they can impact the world around them in the way that they intend to. Mm -hmm. Um, And also understand other people's emotions and processes. Like the other day in my class, we had a discussion about, you know, how we want to behave in our classroom. We like created a list of, uh, you know, brave space agreements or rules for how we'll be in the space. And, you know, somebody said, should treat others the way uh, you want to be treated. And Mm -hmm. I was like, sure, but what if they don't want to be treated like you? And then we had a whole conversation about empathy and how other people might want to be treated a little bit differently, right? Mm -hmm. And so it being important to treat others how they would like to be treated, which is something that was Mm -hmm. bestowed upon me during the pandemic. That was not something, you know, that I had even thought about before the pandemic and before being exposed to social emotional learning and the castle framework. So having that and being able to give that to students because it has opened so much for me, I'm like, Mm -hmm. I have to give that to them.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's fair. That's fair. Ooh, I love that. And to say like to treat people the way that they would like to be treated is, you know, is very interesting. Cause I have always said, treat people the way you want to be treated but with a caveat because unfortunately a lot of people don't treat themselves well so they're not going to mm-hmm. treat other people's other people well so it's like mm-hmm. because I know that I treat myself well I'm going to treat others well because that's the way I would like to be treated but if you as a person unfortunately don't treat yourself well how can you then treat other people well so it's a, that's a very interesting take to say yeah treat people the way that they would like to be treated.
1: Yeah. I think with your example, it's a little, that's like a super nuanced example and I love it. (laughs) Um, You know, because that inner, and that's another thing that I'm like really passionate about is that like Mm -hmm. mental health piece to all of this. Yeah. but how somebody is internally is not something that we can really know unless they say it out loud. Right. Yes. Yes. Um, And so part of our conversation in the classroom was like, okay, like, but how do we know how somebody else wants to be treated? They have to tell us. Right. Mm, Which led us to our next thing, which was like, you got to communicate. Right. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So uh, over the course of the year, I'm hoping, and and it seems like we were in a really bright spot before we had our um, February break. Um, Mm But when I'm back with them after this break, like I'm curious to see how the rest that I hope that they got has shifted Mm -hmm. them and how they feel about those agreements post the time, you know?
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, that's right. that's beautiful. Yes, 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 yes. So um, my last question to you would be Mm -hmm. what would be. Like your nugget of wisdom to anybody, a student, an adult, an artist, a non-artist, just a human being on the streets that you're passing. Like what would be your little nugget of wisdom to give?
1: So um, I am, like I said earlier, I, you know, mental health is important to me and that means boundaries are important to me. So saying no mm-hmm. is important to me. Um, and I say this fully knowing, and you know, my, the people I love who know me well, who are listening to this are going to be like, girl, bye. Uh, (laughs) you never say no. (laughs) no, no. (laughs) (laughs) But the thing is, it is so important to say, say no and have those like healthy relationships with people because saying no, isn't always a bad thing. And it Mm -hmm. can feel like that, especially as an artist. Because you want to like take hold of every opportunity that you get mm-hmm. as an educator, I want to be able to like let a lot of stuff fly in our in artistic classroom. Like I really want freedom in this space, mm-hmm. but I have to say no, and that's less difficult than my own personal like saying no's. I tend to like pack my schedule and try to do every little thing I can every single mm-hmm. minute. But sometimes I have to say no, and I have the space in my schedule right now. Like I block out all of my time for me mm-hmm. and if somebody mm-hmm. wants to book something during a time that is for me that's a no
0: yeah
1: because I am reading my book during that time working on you know some creative project that I want to be working on or or what have you so mm-hmm. saying no is like my biggest nugget of wisdom and that that is a challenge in and of itself you know yeah
0: yes I do know actually <laughs> Yes, yes. But also having that positive spin, like you said, because no can always feel like it's negative. But the Mm -hmm. no is just meaning I have something else on my schedule that's really important or I'm taking care of family or, yeah, sorry, I really want to read my book. So, like, that's going to be a no. Can you get back to me next week?
1: Yeah. I mean, a no, and I've had to like really reframe this for me. No can be yes to something else. Right. Mm, And maybe you don't know what that something else is, especially if you're job hunting right now. But if you, Mm -hmm. you know, you're looking for a job and you're, you're searching for a job and you want this certain kind of culture in the office or wherever you're going to be working and you need a certain amount of pay and this job is not giving you that you have to say, no, I'm still learning that I still said yes to jobs that are not quite what I need. Um, Mm -hmm. but you have to say no. That, Gotta ooh. learn to say it.
0: <laughs> learn to say it, yes. And that's so true. Saying no could very well mean you're saying yes to something else. Oh hmm mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You wrapped that up in a nice little bow. Thank you for that. Yes. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you. <laughs> so before I let you go, there are two things. So mm-hmm. number one, uh, where can people find you on your social medias
1: and all of that yes. stuff? Yes. So I'm mostly on Instagram, kind of, sort of, like i not, okay. I don't post a lot. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, sorry about it. That's just what I need <laughs> in my life right now. Like, uh, um, but it is <laughs> Instagram. You can find me at underscore quiche, like the food. So Q-U-I-C-H-E underscore quiche, like my name, K-E-I-S-H. So that's underscore Q-U-I-C-H-E underscore K-E-I-S-H. I think
0: that's it. <laughs> Amazing. Don't worry. It will go in the show notes. It will go in the okay, show okay. notes so y'all, y'all can click on it. So no yeah. worries. No worries. No worries. <laughs> and then I must, must say to you that I acknowledge you, I celebrate you, and I uplift you.
1: Ooh, thank you for that affirmation. Like You're so uh, very welcome. My soul is warmed by that. I'm going to go into the show tonight like floating on a cloud. Thank you. Yes.
0: You're welcome. You're so very welcome. Thank
1: you so much for joining me. Of course. It's been a pleasure.
0: Please feel free to visit this episode's show notes for links to get in touch with my guest, as well as a link to rate and review my podcast on Podchaser. If you are listening on Apple Podcasts, all you have to do is scroll down to the rate and review section. You can find and connect with me on Instagram at The Artist Pivot to see audiograms, fun facts, and posts featuring my guests. Make sure you hit the subscribe button if you haven't already to get notified when a new episode is out. And please share this episode with at least one friend. For those who are working on their mental health and well-being, on a journey of facing your fears, or trying therapy for the first time, Our show sponsor, BetterHelp, is here to help you. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. BetterHelp makes professional therapy accessible and affordable with 20,000 plus therapists in their network and the ability to request a new therapist at no additional charge anytime. I have found that therapy is a tool to use to improve your life in one of the healthiest ways. So join the 2 million plus people who have taken charge of their mental health with an experienced BetterHelp therapist. So many people use BetterHelp that they are currently recruiting additional therapists in all 50 states. Get 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com slash ArtistPivot. That's BetterHelp.com slash ArtistPivot. Ever heard the phrase found time? Well, Audible helps you find the time to get more stories and information while commuting, cooking, gardening, exercising, etc. Audible is the leading provider of spoken word entertainment and audiobooks, ranging from bestsellers to celebrity memoirs, news, business and self-development. Every month, members get one credit to pick any title, plus two Audible originals from a monthly selection. And access to Daily News digests, as well as guided meditation programs. They have podcasts, theatrical performances, A-list comedy, and exclusive Audible originals you won't find anywhere else. Fun fact, if you listened to every title on Audible, you'd be listening for more than three centuries. So click the link in the show notes or visit audibletrial.com slash theartistpivot to start your 30-day free trial of Audible and listen to that book you haven't read yet or laugh at a comedy special while doing the dishes. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash the artist pivot. Using the link lets Audible know that we sent you and a great way to support the show. This episode was edited by Kieran Niemant and produced by me, Ayana Major Bay. Thank you for tuning in, and I'll speak to you soon.